2: Local people. Local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 10, Winds.
1: I'm Lee Harris in the newsroom. We have Glenn Shuck and Samantha Liebman out in the field this morning. It is September 11th, 2019. Anybody old enough certainly remembers where they were on this day 18 years ago. And 1010 Wins newsman Glenn Shuck certainly remembers, as do I of course. I was behind this mic and Glenn was about to cover the deadliest attack ever on U.S. soil. He is back on ground zero this morning. And the uh, ghostly twin beams of light were shining again overnight, Glenn.
2: And uh, very stunning, of course, Lee, that tribute every year is really something to take in. But this morning it's kind of uh, buried in the clouds here, shrouded with them at least, certainly humid air, very stark contrast to the cool blue sky you'll remember that morning, just a beautiful sunny morning 18 years ago. And when when you come back here to the 9-11 Memorial, now you see the familiar sights, unfortunately, though, of the people clutching these photos of their sister or their brother or their or their dad or their mom they don't want to let go of that photo they're so emotionally connected here and what i think makes it even harder for some of course hundreds of families never had any remains found of their loved one or returned to them so for them it may even be you know the pain is worse than ever for them they have no closure at all so it's uh you know it's tough to see them many ways i know many of these people here that i've seen over the years i talk to them we give each other a hug as well but not really sure what to say to them when they when they still don't have any closure.
1: Now It's amazing that they are still working to this day to try to identify remains using DNA from little, little fragments. And that work may continue forever. And uh, also, it appears that the number of people who are dying from the residual effects uh, will go on for decades, potentially.
2: Yeah, potentially for sure, and that is really part of this focus of this memorial. Now, the Glade is here now that opened up in late May. This is dedicated to those uh, first responders, and it's really chillingly when you uh, talk to someone who's sick here, a 9-11 first responder who might have stage 4 cancer, and they say to you, you know, my name's probably going to be listed here on the Glade someday. That's something that's really hard to talk about, and, they, you know, you see the bravery and the courage of what they're facing going forward. So this is a story that we're going to be telling for many, many years to come.
1: Yeah, and there are even uh, some reporters involved at that level, unfortunately.
2: Yeah, there are. You know, we've lost reporters now. Uh, there are many reporters who are sick, who have uh, serious uh, bronchial issues. They have cancers, of course, as well. And uh, the message from uh, the, the uh, 9-11 organizations actually is that first responders, including reporters, must get their health checked out. And I think days like today, are a reminder of that for everyone to, you know, look out for themselves and make sure they're they're okay and they're being taken care of.
1: Okay, Glenn Shock back at ground zero this morning for 1010 Winds. Well, cops checking out the scene of a Labor Day shootout with a member of the Bloods in Brownsville found something they weren't looking for, and uh, this could have turned out very badly for the police, as 1010 Winds reporter Samantha Liebman explained. She is at the 73rd precinct in Brownsville this morning. Sam, what uh, went on here?
0: Well, police investigating this deadly shootout uh, actually found an explosive device filled with shrapnel. And they're trying to determine whether it is related to the suspect that they killed that morning on Labor Day. Uh, Brandon Clayton, uh, someone they say was a Bloods member who had a... Uh, uh, parole violation. Uh, they. This all started when they tried to stop him and question him because he was wearing a mask over his face and it was a warm day. It was around 2.30 on Howard Avenue in Brownsville. Uh, he ran and shot at police hitting their cruiser. Uh, they caught up with him 30 minutes later after reports of someone trying to break in in the backyard of a home down the street. Uh, again, they encountered him and it was a wild shootout uh- chief of department Terrence Monahan said police fired at least 55 rounds in that instance and they shot and killed him of course they didn't expect to find an explosive there Um, you wouldn't associate that usually with uh, members of a gang but uh, that's what they're looking at and it's not yet clear whether this explosive device belonged to the suspect Um, so they are still investigating
1: and they have no way of finding out from him, obviously. But as you mentioned, yes, it's not something ordinarily associated with the uh, Bloods or the Crips or any of these gangs.
0: No, um, you know, he was actually on parole for uh, a gun violation, uh, gun possession violation. So this seems a little bit out of character. Um, and yes, it could have been a bad situation if that explosive went off, because as I mentioned, they... It was filled with shrapnel, so it could have hurt. There were about six police officers in that backyard, including emergency service unit officers uh, doing battle with the suspect.
1: All right, Samantha Liebman, live from Brownsville this morning on 1010 Winds and the all-local. Smoking on the subway can be bad for your health. Same goes for telling somebody to stop smoking on the subway. A couple of men riding the A train headed into Canal Street noticed a fellow rider puffing away. They asked him to please stop. But rather than thanking them for their concern, cops say the smoker pulled out a box cutter and started slashing away. He cut one man on the forehead, the other on the ankle. Cops arrested the smoking slasher shortly thereafter. No ID yet on him and no word on charges. The victims were treated at Bellevue. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez was at a congressional hearing on student loan debt yesterday, and uh, she can relate. She announced that she had made payment on her debt right while she was sitting there in the hearing. She paid about twelve hundred bucks, so she only has nineteen grand left on the loan. After making the payment, she said, "I feel really accomplished right now." Ocasio Cortez, one of seventy members of Congress still paying off their college loans, eight of them are said to be on the hook for more than a hundred grand. Seattle outranks New York in a new study of the nation's public transit systems. In fact, Seattle came in first in this Wallet Hub study. thing is, though, Seattle doesn't really have anything that would pass for a mass transit system around here. For one thing, there is no subway in Seattle. We have a few streetcar routes and some light rail, but it's uh, mostly buses. Madison, Wisconsin, where the transit system consists entirely of buses, also outranked New York, which came in seventh in the survey between Jersey City and Reno. On the other hand, more people use mass transit here than in any other city, about 56% of the population. Thanks for listening to the All Local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tuned to 1010 Winds, visit 1010winds.com or download the radio.com app to take us with you wherever you go. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s
2: on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible
1: trade in when you switch.